If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. The following content is brought to you by Mr. Fister, Orange Thunder, Paul Bramblett, and Abigail, 13. Welcome back to Nintendo Switchcraft, everybody. We've got a lot to talk about today. Um, Yesterday is when I was supposed to record the podcast, but I got busy after work and didn't have time to record it, so I sat down right now uh, to record it, and I'm glad that I did, because I, you would think as excited for this game as I am, I would have remembered that there was going to be a live stream today where we got to see some of Age of Calamity, so... Uh, We're going to talk about that Age of Calamity gameplay in just a minute. We're also going to talk about the Animal Crossing Halloween event, as well as um, the Animal Crossing Switch is back, and Giant Sandwiches. So if any of that stuff sounds interesting, then make sure you stick around, and uh, let's get started with episode 586 of Nintendo Switchcraft. I was being incredibly lazy this morning. I was scrolling on my phone in bed, and I was like, I don't know if I feel like getting out of bed yet. And it was already like 8.45 or something in the morning, which is, that's insane. I'm never in bed that late. Uh, I'm always up really, really early. But I decided to just kind of lounge around, and I was looking at my phone, and I was scrolling through Twitter, and at that moment... Um, Nintendo tweeted out, hey, we've got uh, the Tokyo Game Show um, uh, Age of Calamity uh, live stream coming up. So I hopped out of bed and I I came into the office and I sat down and I watched it and I kind of live tweeted my reactions as uh, we got to watch everything that they showed off. Now, of course... It was in uh, it was in Japanese because it's the Tokyo Game Show, so I couldn't understand anything that they were talking about. But I got to see gameplay of that game, and I am very very excited. So, uh, just gonna read through some of the stuff that I was thinking as I was watching it. Uh, number one, uh, the graphics look really really good. I thought the graphics looked uh, definitely a step up from uh, Hyrule Warriors one. Uh, so this is definitely a graphical step up, and that's not a huge surprise. Hyrule Warriors 1 was originally a uh, Wii U game, and then it was ported to the 3DS, and then it was ported to the Switch as well. Uh, so, of course, this one is going to look better. It looks just like uh, Breath of the Wild, though. Like, they nailed it. They nailed the look, and it feels like you are look Like, if if you were to just pause the game, and it wasn't in the middle of, like, combat, and just look at the world, you'd be like, yeah, this is... This is definitely the same place that uh, we were looking at before. Anyway, uh, let's talk about gameplay. There's a couple of things that I noticed. First off, Link can shield slide as an attack. Now, if you've never played a Warriors game or what is traditionally referred to as a Musou game, um, there are going to be like thousands of enemies 
for you to mow down in a fight. And so one attack might hit 20 or so enemies in front of you. So uh, Link was using a shield slide as an attack as he slide into a bunch of bokoblins and was just mowing them down with his shield slide attack, which was very, very cool. Um, the combat with the the smaller enemies, of which there are many of them, uh, that looks very button mashy, and that's fine. It's just there for you to uh, to to you know build up your combo as high as you can. Um, but then when they fought against the captains, these are the uh, slightly more powerful enemies, and they have like this little. I don't know, like pie-shaped thing that pops up over them. And as you are um, fighting against them, you'll break down that pie-shaped thing. And when the pie-shaped thing is depleted for them, uh, they will be stunned. And then you can use a big attack on them, which is usually done in slow motion. And it's very bombastic and cool-looking. Um, and like the, the whole game kind of freezes so that you get to appreciate the animation and the coolness of the attack that you are unleashing on the enemy. Um, then they showed off the baby guardian, which looked super adorable. And I think that I, I hope that that ends up being like a playable character at some point, because that's really weird. Um, they showed that link ended up with the Sheikah slate and he was using a couple of different abilities. Like uh, he was throwing bombs. He used the ice block ability in order to, uh, there, there was one of the captains was charging at him, and he used the ice block ability in order to create a pillar of ice underneath Link's feet, which then the the charging captain slammed into, and it stunned him. And then Link hopped down and did some attacks there. I thought that was really really cool. Uh, and then here's a tweet that I said. I said the lady in the hat looks really rad, making copies of herself and stacking bombs. Very cool. And that's when I realized, oh man, that's Impa. So, you know, in Breath of the Wild, remember that this game takes place 100 years before Breath of the Wild. And Impa is this little tiny old lady uh, in in the village that, uh, you know, sends Link on, on this quest. This is her in her prime. And she is a complete and total um badass like she's really really cool uh she like i said a second ago she creates copies of herself and those copies kind of move around with her impa looks like she's really fun and i i like her style and it it gets me excited because it shows off that all of the characters are going to play differently that's what happens in these warriors games is Yes, you are hitting the same buttons, but everybody has a different style to their combat. And hers looked really cool and very, very quick. Then they showed off some of the combat of all of the four main champions, Daruk, Mifa, Rivali, and Urbosa. I sent out a tweet um, asking which of those champions people were most excited to play as. Um, 44%. The, the vast majority of the people who voted for this, they said that they wanted to play as Rivali. Uh, Rivali, if you don't remember, he is the bird one uh, with the bow and arrow. And in, the, in Breath of the Wild, he was super cocky and kind of a jerk, but also really lovable. Like, he was really, really cool. And a lot of people, he's their favorite. Um, then Daruk comes in and ties with Urbosa at 22%. And then Mifa 
has the measly 11%. We didn't get to see too much of uh, how they attack. We did see a little bit of um, like their their super attacks that you, you kind of have to charge up over time. Uh, so uh, the one that stood out to me as being the coolest is Urbosa has a, this huge lightning attack that, that hits a bunch of people all at once. Um, and then there were a couple other things. They showed off some collectible stuff that I really don't care about. It's not for me. Of course, we'll see if that stuff ever makes its way to the States anyway. A lot of these times, or a lot of times, we end up with, um, you know, collectible stuff that that comes out in Europe or comes out in Japan and ends up not coming to um, the North American uh, region. Uh, They showed off that Link starts with a wooden sword and it's all crumbly and, and crappy looking and I just, I love that, especially because it's, you know, it's this brown sword, which is very, very similar to the sword that you got at the beginning of the very first Zelda game back in 1985, which we're going to have the anniversary of next year. So my overall thoughts are, are this. After seeing the gameplay, it is exactly what I expected and that's that's super awesome. I cannot wait for this game to come. Uh, November 20th is its launch day, if you didn't already know that. Um, the first Hyrule Warriors was really great. It was the, the story was kind of garbage, in my opinion, but you didn't really play that game for the story. I feel like this one is going to give us all of the gameplay that we loved about the first one, but with the, in the world of Breath of the Wild, which is infinitely more appealing to me now one thing that we had that that gave us a ridiculous amount of uh, replay value in uh, Hyrule Warriors 1 was this system I think it was called legend mode or I can't remember the mode uh, but basically you had all of these tiles from the original Zelda game and you would go into each of those tiles and each one would have like a mission. And you would do this stuff after you finished uh, the story mode of the game. And th- that it gave us so many hours of uh, gameplay after you finished it. Uh, so I'm hoping that one, like that mode comes across in um, Hyrule Warriors 2, Age of Calamity. But I'm... I'm betting, and I could be wrong about this, but that feels like something that would get added as DLC. Like, the original Hyrule Warriors did not ship with that mode. That's a mode that came, I believe it was exclusive to the Switch. So, and that's why it was the Ultimate Edition, or whatever it is that they called it. So, I'm very curious what everybody thinks. What are what are your thoughts on Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity now that we've seen some gameplay? And by the way, if you haven't seen like there's a an English language trailer that came out afterwards and I I it's in the show notes over at my website runjumpstomp.com. Um so you can check that out if you want. Um but after after watching this gameplay, what do you guys think? Are you uh excited? For this game are you more excited for this game are you less excited for this game do you not care about this game at all uh let me know i'm gonna i'm gonna tweet something out and people can reply and uh we'll probably do a mailbag monday because we're not gonna have as much news to talk about since it's currently saturday at two o'clock in the afternoon um and i'm talking about a bunch of the stuff that happened after what would have been yesterday's show anyway all right i'm gonna shut up now 
pretty curious about what's going on over at Retro Studios. If you don't know who Retro Studios are, they are the uh, the studio behind the Metroid Prime series. And a while back, Nintendo, uh, actually it was two, 2017, Nintendo had just launched the Switch. They uh, decided that they were going to release a Metroid game for 3DS. And in order to avoid the ridiculous amount of angry backlash that they would have received by not announcing a Metroid game for the Switch, they said, okay, we're also working on a Metroid game for the Switch because you can't have a brand new console and then say, and by the way, here's this um, here's here's this game that a lot of people want on the old console. Like, that's a surefire way to make people super mad. So Nintendo said, all right, even though we're not ready, we're just going to show them a logo of Metroid Prime 4, tell everybody that it's on its way to the Switch, and that way they'll be happy that we also are making uh, Metroid Samus Returns for the 3DS. Now, in January of 2019, Nintendo had this announcement where they said we're sorry we're not happy with how metroid prime 4 is going we are completely rebooting the development of the game and we're going to pass the pass along the control of this game to retro studios the studio that made the original metroid prime games and they just made a big hire by hiring john marcella who was, uh, he, he worked on layouts, AI scripting, navigation sequences, fight spaces, puzzle design, a whole bunch of stuff on God of War. He was the senior uh, level designer for that game. And um, he has now been hired by Retro Studios to be an environment designer. Doesn't necessarily mean 100% that he's working on Metroid Prime 4, and and here's here's my question is how many games how 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 big is retro studios are they big enough to be working on multiple games at a time at the end of the day i don't know if it really matters um i will be patient i will wait for metroid prime 4 i'm excited for metroid prime 4 i wish nintendo would give us a port of the other uh three games in the trilogy and I would I would happily play those again because those games are really good, especially the first one. I, I had an absolute blast with the first one. The second one I also enjoyed a whole bunch, and I think I you know, I think I actually completed all three of those, which for me, that's saying a lot. So I'm excited for Metroid Prime 4. Maybe uh, this 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 guy John Marcella is working on Metroid Prime Four. Maybe he's just working on something else at Retro Studios as an environment designer. Who knows? Uh, but I'm going to continue to be patient, and uh, hopefully we will get to play Metroid Prime Four sometime before the next piece of hardware comes from Nintendo. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm not sure if Nintendo had planned on putting this information out already, uh, but they had leaked it. Um, and I talked about it on, I don't know, I think it was the last episode, but right after that, they put out the official trailer for Kirby Fighters 2. Uh, here's what the press release has to say about it. Kirby joins familiar friends and foes such as B- Bandana, Waddle D, Meta Knight, King DDD, Gooey, and Magalore to duke it out in a series of blistering battles. Each of the playable copy abilities and characters has their own play style and set of moves, so you'll want to experiment with them all to discover and master your favorite. With a total of 22 different fighting styles to try out, including Kirby's new wrestler ability, you can choose your own fighting flair and ascend the treacherous battle tower. With multiplayer free-for-alls and team battles, you can prove your strength to become the last Kirby standing. Uh, this game is coming to Nintendo, or it's already out on Nintendo Switch. Uh, it is $20. It seems like they are going after people who don't want, like, if this feels like a budget version of Super Smash Brothers. Now, Smash Brothers is rated E10, whereas Kirby Fighters 2 is rated E for everyone. So perhaps they are saying, look, we know that Smash is super popular, but we want to have something that we can offer to younger players, a budget title, and that way they can get hooked on our fighting games uh, early. I'm not sure that... I don't... I'm not interested in this game. Are you guys interested in Kirby Fighters 2? Maybe I'm being... Maybe I need to give it a chance. You know what I mean? Maybe it's awesome. Maybe it's better than Smash. There's no way it's better than Smash. When I was growing up, we had the scary house at Halloween. Uh, we would have really, really loud Halloween music playing. Uh, we would hang these uh, streamers down from our front door, which was open. And then we would sit behind the streamers with a uh, fire extinguisher that was just filled with air. And whenever kids came up and rang the doorbell, we would hit those streamers with the uh, fire extinguisher air and the streamers would all fly out at the kids and they would run screaming. And then my mom would be uh, in the front yard dressed as like a dummy. Uh, so people would walk past her thinking that she was like, you know, a, a, a filled with leaves or some nonsense. And then as they ran away, we she would jump up and scare them. And then we would give them a bunch of candy, which was always super fun. Uh, so Halloween has always been one of my uh, favorite holidays. And Animal Crossing New Horizons has some really cool stuff in their fall update. There's a bunch of uh, very interesting Halloween stuff. So let's talk about what you can do. You can now grow pumpkins. 
Uh, it says deck out your home and island and all your awesome autumnal occasions by first purchasing pumpkin starts in-game from Leaf year-round or from Nook's Cranny during October. Once your pumpkins are grown, they can be harvested and put to use in pumpkin-based DIY projects. You can also uh, prepare for Halloween. Um, it says here, prepare... I'm sorry, pumpkins are just the beginning of the Halloween-themed festivities coming to your island. With the big day just around the corner, you can start stocking up on candy early. Find your style for Halloween night by purchasing costumes like a mage's dress. You can go... They have stuff where you can change your like your skin color so that you're blue or green so that you look like a zombie of some kind and then on halloween night your neighbors will be getting into the holiday spirit with costumes of their own this is the thing about animal crossing that keeps pulling people back in because they keep having these cool events um on october 31st after 5 p.m neighbors will start to gather in the plaza which will be uh, adorned with uh, uh, an array of Halloween decorations. You'll uh, also receive a visit from a mysterious guest named Jack. He is the czar of Halloween. And if you give him lollipops and candy, you earn in-game rewards. Be sure to save some candy for your neighbors too, or you might get pranked. I love this idea. This game, like I love Animal Crossing. It's so cool. Uh, luckily, you can also learn a couple of new reactions to properly express your feelings of fear. Um, and, you know, talking about the reactions, they're also going to update the Nook Link app. For those of you who don't know, there is a smartphone app called Nintendo Switch Online. And as part of it, there's the Nook Link app. You can use it to type uh, in, in game to the other people that you're playing with, but you can also use it to uh, do reactions in game, which is a lot easier than using the controls themselves. I think it's a really cool update, and uh, they also said that there's a Thanksgiving themed update uh, right around the corner as well. Uh, are you excited for the Halloween stuff in Animal Crossing? Is it get, does it get you back into the game, or did you never leave? Let me know. Speaking of Animal Crossing, there was a an Animal Crossing-themed Nintendo Switch, which came out uh, a while back with these cool green and blue Joy-Cons, and it had this tan-colored Nintendo Switch dock and had the nooks on an island on it. It's just fantastic looking. Well, it's back. According to Nintendo, they said the Nintendo Switch Animal Crossing New Horizons Edition makes a return. The system features pastel green and blue Joy-Con controllers and a special dock. See your local retailers for details on availability. I'm sure that uh, scalpers are going to go out and buy all of these things and then sell them on eBay because they are jerks. Uh, let's take a look at some leaks. Now, the salt, like, the, you're going to need a salt factory for these uh, leaks. They've got, this is a, a proposed Nintendo Direct, which is coming in just a few days on October 8th. And here's what they say are is going to be shown. Uh, WarioWare Switch It Up, which will come out in summer 2021. Pokemon Sword and Shield, The Crown's Tundra, uh, coming out November 27th, 2020. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, February 12th, 2021. Kirby Power Rumble is going to be something that comes out right after the Direct. Dragon Quest Anthology, 
uh, to be released on December 14th, 2020. Uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout to be released right after the Direct. Then here, here, here's where things get really crazy. The Nintendo Game Boy games coming to Nintendo Switch Online immediately following the Nintendo Direct. Grand Theft Auto 3. This is a really weird one to throw in there. November 4th, 2020. Uh, Persona 5 Scramble, January 8th, 2020, 2021. It's hard to say that. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Challenger Pack 7 featuring Crash Bandicoot. Immediately uh, after the Direct, there will be Sakurai uh, himself demonstrating the, the character. And then Super Mario 3D All-Stars Super Mario Galaxy 2 DLC, which will be apparently released on December 18th, 2020. And of course, The Legend of Zelda... Breath of the Wild 2, Breath of Evil teaser trailer, and a release date of 2021. Now, look, is it possible that this stuff is accurate? Sure, it's possible. Is it likely? I don't know. (laughs) We always have rumors and it's fun to read about the ideas that people have for these rumors. If all of this comes true, I will be very, very surprised. But I would also be really happy because this stuff all sounds fantastic. Notice no mention of Metroid Prime 4. Yikes. The last thing that I will talk about before we wrap up the show is Nintendo has released a uh, one-foot-tall Mario posable action figure that says, like, 30 phrases. It costs 50 bucks. And in the ad, they show uh, some kid playing with this toy, and he's jumping over what has got to be. This is, of course, you know, everybody's like, look at this giant uh, Mario. Or, you know, Nintendo is like, look at this giant Mario figure. And everybody's like, let's take a look at that sandwich. This is the largest sandwich. It's so huge. You've got to see it. Go to runjumpstomp.com. Show notes for episode 586 of the show. And look at the giant sandwich and tell me that you don't want to eat a sandwich. Uh, That's it for today's show. Uh, I have to say a special thank you to our patrons because uh, our patrons are awesome and you know, we have the Early Access Club, which gets these episodes a day early, and they're not getting this episode a day early because I didn't record it yesterday. And for that, I apologize, but uh, I, I appreciate the support uh, of each and every patron. And I want to give this special uh, shout-out to our producers, people like Eric Smith, Matt Hadfield, Bowser, Travis McGuire, Trucker Paul, Josephine, and That Dork. Uh, you guys are amazing. Thank you very much for uh, the support. Uh, I do appreciate it. It's time for me to get out of here. If you want to check out any of my stuff, uh, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, uh, everything, Discord, head on over to runjumpstomp.com. It's all there, runjumpstomp.com. Have an awesome weekend, everybody. I'll see you on Monday. <laughs>